Like there's so many things that we can do without somebody coming along and giving us the approval saying, hey, yeah, you're ready. Go ahead and do that thing, right? We want the world to tell us it's time. Come on, come up on the stage, give your performance because it's your time. But that will never happen. Hey, you're listening to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast, where I firmly believe that your wildest dreams are 100% possible. My name is Teresa, and I'm obsessed with goal setting for results, using systems to make it easier, mastering neuroscience to transform your life, and helping you to figure out how to get your life to work for you. So I'm a city chick who started an online business with two kids under two years old. And yes, I know I was crazy. (laughs) And I created $4,000 in less than 14 days. But that, my friend, was just the beginning. Since then, I've been able to multiply that by helping people just like you to create an impact in the world while living their purpose. And here, I teach you proven strategies and best kept secrets to building a life that is aligned with your vision and helping you to blaze a trail to your unique destiny. Miss an opportunity to keep it real? (laughs) Never. Success and failure mixed with a lot of business plus audacious goal setting while trying to figure out motherhood and purpose are all a few things that we talk about here. So how about you think about this as your one-stop shop the place that you go to, to spend time with your inner circle and to be around like-minded, ambitious trailblazers who are committed to living a life full of purpose and impact no matter what. Grab your favorite notebook, pour a glass of your favorite bottle of Moscato and get ready to be challenged, inspired and moved to action. This is where you come to listen, learn, change and grow. Let's dive in. All right, guys, I got to warn you, I am recording this video in the evening. All three of my minis are home. Yep. Leah, Maya and Michael. (laughs) They're all here. And I am recording this in my closet. And the reason why I didn't hop on and record it using my fancy microphone or my fancy recording software or anything like that is because I didn't want anything. I didn't want to have any excuse for not recording this episode and getting it out to you. So if it doesn't sound as polished and perfect as it normally does, forgive me. You might get that in the next episode or you might get another one of these, okay? My only intention, my only goal is to get these episodes out to you every week so that you can end this year strong end this year with a clear vision for what it is that you're creating in 2024 and really begin to see more momentum in your life. All right. So today we are specifically talking about, well, we're specifically answering the question, how successful do you want to be in 2024? And before we jump in and I walk you through exactly how to clarify this and and get really specific around this, I want to share with you a little bit of backstory because I was recently listening to a speech that Steph Curry gave about eight years ago when he won MVP. Now, if you don't know who Steph Curry is, he's a basketball player. Guys, I don't follow any, any of this stuff. So if you don't know who he is, like high five to you, like me and you are in the same boat. Okay. 
<laughs> I mean, I know some things because I have a sister who's into sports and different things, but like, I am clueless about all of this. So Steph Curry is a basketball player. He's really, really good at what he does. And MVP means in the NBA, the most valuable player. So he won that award eight years ago. And I watched the speech that he gave when he won that. And in his speech, he talks about putting yourself in a position to succeed. And it got me thinking about how the ants, you know, the little small tiny ants that we all see when we have a picnic and they come crawling trying to eat your food. Or when you're sitting outside on, on the beach even and they start crawling on your legs and stuff. Yeah. So those ants are so diligent in the way that they prepare for the upcoming season. So even though they're out and about in the summer crawling up your legs and looking for food, they store most of what they find because they know that winter is coming. They're wise, okay? And as I was thinking about how the ants perform, how the ants think ahead, how the ants are intentional about managing their life and their food supply and their performance in a way that aligns with the outcome that they desire, which is to have food during the winter months, I began thinking about how this is a principle in nature and what it can teach us as trailblazers and goal getters, okay? So the fundamental question that came up for me as I thought about the diligence of the ant is how successful do you really want to be in 2024? And if you look at 2023 and the goals and the intentions that you set for this year, how aligned were you in living into that intention? How purposeful were you in fulfilling what you set out to do this year? And if you notice that you didn't perform in a way that aligned with your goals, then dig a little further and ask yourself, what happened? What prevented me from achieving my goals? What got in the way and held me back or slowed me down from giving myself fully to to my goals, to the intention that I set for this year. And you want to really dissect that and sit with that and be honest about that. Because when you do that work, you'll begin to see patterns and routines and habits that have kept you from achieving the things that you desire day after day, week after week, month after month, and probably for most of us, year after year, okay? And if you want 2024 to be different, the change starts with you. It starts within. It starts in your heart and mind. And until those things are renewed, until you begin to acknowledge, accept, and embrace the reality of how you've been performing and what you've been giving to your goals, whether you're giving it all or giving it nothing or giving it, 
you know, whatever energy you have left over, whatever time and resources you have left over. 2024 is calling for something different. Okay. So this weekend, I got to sit with my kids and watch Sing 2. Now, this is a movie that we've seen before. It's a movie that we enjoy. And it's super inspiring, right? The mouse is building out his brand new auditorium that he spent all of Sing 1 working to, to get. And then he's trying to get into the big leagues. He wants to work with next level performers and next level entertainers and 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 coaches and people who are just doing the performance thing at a higher level and he comes up against a lot of challenges the first one is that he gets rejected the agent who comes out to see his show tells him that your show is for small business so it's not going to work out in the big leagues you don't have the imagination and the coordination to make it out in the real world, quote unquote, right? This is what she told him. And instead of taking no for an answer, he felt a little discouraged for a while. But then after having a conversation with his assistant, she was like, you're just going to let somebody who doesn't know you tell you that you're not cut out for this after you spent how many years working and building yourself up to be capable and, and developing your skills to be at a level where you know this is for you now, right? And so he got re-energized by that pep talk with his assistant and he rode his bike and hunted down the taxi that the agent was in and he convinced her or he asked her, how can I meet with your boss? I understand your feedback. I appreciate that. Give, tell me more about how we can improve. And then how can I meet with your boss? And she gave him the information, told him he wasn't going to succeed. He went and, and perform for the boss. The boss told him no. And then on the spot, his team was able to share a vision with the boss that allowed the boss to see, okay, maybe you guys are the right fit. You guys are the right performers for this gig. And so I'm going to take a chance on you. He puts them in the fanciest hotel, you know, gives them the works and they do everything that they can to fulfill on their promise. And throughout the movie, you see they're on a journey. They're, they're overcoming obstacles. They're reminding themselves of the vision. They're working together for a greater purpose. There's just so many small lessons hidden in this like one hour and a half movie. And my friend, if you want to really get clear on how successful you choose to be, in 2024, I invite you to spend an afternoon, an evening or whenever watching this movie and decide which character most reflects you. One, from 2023 and two, who you choose to be going into 2024. Okay. And I want you to seriously like look at each person and, and be honest. Am I the person who starts something is very energetic in the beginning and then gives up when I when I'm hit with a ton of challenges, right? Because we see that with the mother pig, okay? Or am I the person who is determined for a while? I'll get I'll I'll go for something, get knocked down, go for something again, get knocked down, go for something again, get knocked down, and then when I face something that I feel is way too big for me, I'm ready to call it quits. I just want to take a break. I just want to 
get me out of here, right? Because we saw that with the mouse and he was the leader of the gang. He was the one with the vision and the, the, the passion to get this thing done, right? So watch every character, every individual person in this movie and be honest about how you've been, your thought process and your performance in 2023 and what you want to be, who you choose to be going into 2024, okay? Now, if you're listening to this episode and you're saying to yourself, T, I know that I wanna be super successful and I'm ready to do the work, do what is required to get the results that I know I'm here to create, then I wanna share with you about four to five principles that'll help you to get it done in 2024, okay? Because here's something that I was really like, meditating on, chewing on, and breaking down over this weekend. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. The vision in your mind, the picture that you see that you know is possible, the thing that you desire more than anything, and I don't mean like more than God or more than, you know, other things that are more important, but I mean the one thing that you know you're here to do your calling, your purpose, the the, tr- the trail that you're blazing, right? The the destination that you want to experience more than more than you want to stay where you are, more than you enjoy fitting in with the crowd, more than you feel comfortable and safe with where you're at and what you're doing, more than all those things. This vision is calling you to behave in a new way. Think in a new way and allow yourself to become a new way, right? Take on new characteristics. Practice being integrity, right? When you say you're going to do something, you actually do it. When you put something in your calendar, you actually follow through. When you say you're going to launch, you launch. When you say you're going to deliver specific results for your clients, you deliver those results for your clients, right? This vision that you hold in your mind, somebody's got to do it. And even if it's something that you haven't seen anyone do before, what's preventing you from being the first one, right? And when you look at people in our world who have already blazed trails that no one else has ever crossed or even imagined, You got to ask yourself, what's more important? Is it more important that I focus on the fact that no one has done it before or that I take one step at a time and move in the direction of where I know that I'm being called? Is it more important for me to stay here doing what I've already done that I know doesn't work or step into the unknown develop my skills, become who I know I am, and live the life that I'm called to? What's more important? And even if we look at people like Mother Teresa, Martin Luther King, Steve Jobs, Oprah Winfrey, do you think that it was more important for them to fit in with who people thought they were 
or what people wanted them to do more than what they knew they were here to do, how they living in a way that allowed them to contribute what they knew they were here to contribute to the world, right? Can you imagine all of the people who told Mother Teresa, hey lady, you have a beautiful heart, you're very compassionate, I love the mercy, it's great, it's beautiful, we need more of that in the world, but guess what? Your vision of helping sick, needy people, impossible. It's just not gonna happen, right? Imagine the amount of people who told Martin Luther King, hey, your vision sounds great and everything, but how exactly are we going to get this done? I don't think that this is possible. I don't see a way for this to happen. The world, everybody is full of hate. Everybody is full of, of confusion. Everybody is committed to being divided. And so how are you, one man, going to bring about unity, right? Even Steve Jobs. How many people laughed at his idea, told him, hey, there's no way that what you're working on, this, this iPhone idea or this MacBook thing, there's no way that this is going to be a success. You launching iTunes and trying to take over the music, what? Like, no. Who do you think you are? Like, really, who do you think you are? And my question for you with all that noise swirling around you and, and even coming up from inside you, because sometimes these questions and these, these, these nagging thoughts that prevent us from experiencing the success that we know we're here to create are coming from ourselves. It's coming from our own doubt. It's coming from who we think we are not, what we think we're not capable of. Right. Because we're looking at all the things that we've done wrong in the past, all of the broken promises, all of the times that we set the goal and didn't achieve it. And then when we give into these limiting beliefs, we talk ourselves out of what we really want. We don't do anything. We stay in inaction. We keep procrastinating. We keep avoiding the work. And then we get to the end of the year and we feel like, man. This year could have been different. What happened? But when we're willing to really sit in the truth of how we performed, what we allowed to distract us, and we learn our lessons from examining the past, we're able to move into the future with confidence. All right. So if somebody's got to do this vision, if somebody's got to play it out, if somebody's got to create it, then why not you be the first one? So the first principle that we addressed at, on our journey to success, and I don't even like saying journey to success because the reality is we're already successful. Right. Success is created from the inside out. If you've never heard me talk about this concept before, you're going to want to go back to an episode where I talked about um, success being created from the inside out. I'll link it in the show notes here and you can take a listen to that. It's one of the most popular episodes on the podcast. But all success starts within just like all change starts within. Right. Anything that you desire to attain, anything that you, you desire to experience begins on the inside of you. You have to know that one, you're capable of it. And two, it's already yours. 
Not that you're working towards it or you hope to one day attain, right? A lot of people say, I just want to be happy. Well, choose to be happy then. Choose to be happy. There are so many things in your life to be happy about, to feel grateful for, to really celebrate and like feel joy in. But because we're saying, oh, when I get this thing, I'll be happy. When I have a car, a house, a husband, a child, whatever it is, right? When after I've climbed this mountain and I reach this goal, then I'll be happy. When I make $100,000 in my business, when I work with this person, when I publish this podcast, when I release this book, whatever it is, then I'll be happy. Then I'll know peace. Then I'll have true fulfillment and joy. But that's not true. The reality is that we have these things already. I have peace. I am whole. I am complete. I am success. Not because of any external result, but because I choose it. I choose it. And really, that's all that success is. That's all that happiness and joy is. It's choosing to experience it moment by moment. Choosing to live it. Choosing to be it. Choosing to express it moment by moment. And until we get there... There is no amount of performance. There is no amount of doing that's going to get us to the place of happiness, peace, joy, fulfillment, purpose. Mm, That's so good. I could just, I could end the podcast right there, but I got principles for you. So let's do it. Let's do it. So the first principle is to work through your obstacles and challenges, because here's the thing. and, And this is a juicy nugget that I got from a mentor of mine in business. And he always says, every problem comes with a solution. He doesn't say it that way, but every time I hear him talk about problems and solutions, this is what what I gather from what he's sharing. Every single problem in your life, in your business, in your relationships, with your health, in your mind, in your body, comes with a solution. But most of us stay fascinated and fixated on the problem. Most of us are so concerned about, oh my goodness, why is this happening? How do I get rid of it? This is hard. Why me? That we never give ourselves time to get present to the solution. Because it's right in front of us. It's always right in front of us. The answer is always there. Right. I was having a conversation with somebody last week and they were saying, like, how do you find the answer? There's no need to even go on a hunt for the answer because it's already there. The answer is always there. Right. The reason why most of us pray sometimes and don't get answers or we ask a question, we we ask ourselves, hey, what's the best way, the most effective way to go about hitting this goal? And then we tell ourselves, I don't know. And that shuts down our mind from even thinking creatively, from finding an answer, thinking outside the box and, and, and helping us to solve what we deem or what we perceive to be a problem. But if we actually ask ourselves, what might it look like for me to be successful in this endeavor? You would be amazed at all of the solutions that just bubble up to the top for you, right? You could say a prayer and ask God, hey God, is this a good idea? Whatever it is. And if you just sat and waited and went up about your day and kept an eye out for the answer, 
and talk to him about it some more. Maybe if you feel that, hey, I didn't get an answer, I don't know, or you know, I don't, I'm still waiting cl for clarity. Talk about it with him tomorrow. Talk about it with him another week, another month, another year, right? If we fully let go of the need to know and have all the answers now, you would be amazed at how quickly you get the answer. Now, today, I don't need to pray and say, hey God, can you show me this, show me that, help me to understand this, help me to understand that. Or I don't need to say to myself, is this possible? Can I do this? Right? Or have a vision in my mind and say, okay, this is great, but how am I going to do this? Like those questions don't come up for me. I, I know that I already have the answer. The solution is already here. And so any anything that I see in my life that doesn't align with the vision that I have in my heart and that I know is my destiny and I know it's for me, I look at what's causing this, what's the root cause of this, two, how am I participating in this, and three, what's preventing me from letting it go? Because most of the so-called problems in our lives are just things that we refuse to stop doing, we refuse to stop, stop participating in. Whether it's a toxic relationship or feeling like we're always falling behind and can never keep up and, and don't have time for our goals. These are self-created problems. And when we really, really dig it up and look at the root of all of this, it's not even a problem because all problems are self-created. And if all problems are self-created, then what's preventing me from enjoying my life now? What's preventing me from living in peace now? What's preventing me from being fully successful now? However, I define success, right? Another thing that you want to consider as you work through your obstacles and challenges is to approach each challenge with the confidence that you can figure this out. You can figure this out. Just like there are many paths that you can take to get to a specific destination, and there are many methods of transportation that you can use to get to this destination. Like you could walk, you could take the bus, you could Uber, you could drive, you can fly a plane, take the train. Many methods of transportation, okay? It's the same way with any challenge that you experience. There are many solutions. They all are effective. They all work. Some might take longer than others, but they all will get you there. So all you need to do is choose one. All you need to do is choose one. And so here's how I like to phrase this for my clients whenever they get caught up in making a decision and they feel like it's a big decision and they don't want to make the wrong decision because they just want to stay on their path, right? So I ask them, if you knew that any of these paths would get you to where you desire to be, so let's say you want to make $100,000 in your first quarter, and you knew that, well, you had a ton of options for how you could make that. So you knew that you could offer something through a webinar. So create some kind of automated funnel 
or you wanted to launch an e-commerce store and make that through the store, or you wanted to sell your coaching program or sell courses or sell like something else, books, gift baskets, anything, right? And you knew that all five of these would make you successful. You would hit your goal by the end of three months, $100,000. Which one of these would you choose? And normally, with when they, they're presented with that question, they know exactly what to do right away. It becomes so clear. It's so easy for them to make a decision. And they, they go with the thing that has been at the forefront of their heart the whole time. They were just avoiding it because of all the chatter in their mind, right? And so even when it comes to solving whatever challenge or, or obstacle that you're presented with, you want to really sit with if all of these roadmaps, if all of these paths would lead to my destination, which one would I choose? And then just rock with it until it's done. Don't go from one one path to the next because that's what's going to ca- cause it to take longer. Like, for example, if you choose, I'm going to drive the main roads to get to this destination. And then halfway through the trip, you say, no, I'm going to park the car and jump on the bus. And then halfway through that trip, you say, nope, the bus is too crowded. I'm going to jump on the train and take make my way all the way down there. And then you say, nope, the train smells bad. And so I'm going to hop on a plane and fly. Then the plane gets delayed and you say, nope, I'm going to go back to my car and drive all the way there. You just wasted so much time with all of those micro decisions that were really just distractions. If you had stayed on your path, if you had driven your car all the way there, you would have gotten there a lot faster, right? So some things that maybe have taken you five years to attain or are taking you five years to attain could have been done in a year or two. Some things that you're working on right now could have already been done in 2023. You could have got that done in your first quarter, right? But it's these micro decisions that we make throughout our process that prevent us from going full force and experiencing being fully committed, one, and the full result of being committed, the full reward of practicing commitment, right? The second principle is to maximize your opportunities. So something that I see a lot with with all of us is that we are waiting for people to nominate us. We're waiting for people to call on us and say, hey, you're gifted, you're skilled, come join me. Why don't you sign up to do the talent show? Hey, you should write a book. Hey, wanna come speak at my coaching program event? Come on, right? We're waiting for people to invite us to to come and do things that we already have a desire to do and can more than, we're more than capable of creating our own opportunities in this sphere. We can host our own events. We can start the podcast. We can write our own books. We can, like, there's so many things that we can do without somebody coming along and giving us the approval saying, hey, yeah, you're ready. Go ahead and do that thing. Right. We want the world to tell us it's time. It's time. Come on. Come up on the stage. Give your performance because it's your time. But that will never happen. You will have people that come by your side and say, hey, you are awesome at this thing. Have you considered this? 
Or people will say, wow, you're really gifted. You know, awesome, have a good day. But nobody will come and give you permission to live the life that you're created to live. You have to give yourself permission. You have to tell yourself it's okay. And it's okay for me to make mistakes. It's okay for this not to unfold as perfectly as as I hope it will. It's okay for me to fall, get back up, fall 10 more times, and make two more steps in the right direction. That is okay. That is normal. That is a part of the journey. That is a part of me learning my lessons. This is all normal. No matter how long it takes, I'm committed to the destination. I'm committed to fulfilling what I said I'm going to do. I'm committed. That's who I am. It's not who I'm trying to be. It's not who I'm learning to be. It's who I choose to be moment by moment. And until we create our own opportunities, maximize those, use what we have to fulfill those opportunities, over deliver on whatever it is that we're creating, we're going to stay in the same position. And something that I find that is a big challenge for all of us goal getters and trailblazers is that when it comes to creating our opportunities and over delivering, sometimes we need some help, right? Sometimes we got to work with a coach. Sometimes we need a mentor. Sometimes we need a team. Like sometimes we need a babysitter, whatever it is. Sometimes we need help. And so what do you do when you need help? Who do you talk to when you need help? Where do you go when you need help? For most of us, it's nowhere. We keep that stuff locked up in our head. And this is what eats away at our dreams. This is what eats away at our energy to be proactive and to stay in action. We start talking ourselves out of what we want because we feel like there's no one here to help me. I don't have what I need to be successful. Therefore, I can't get started. This is not the right time for me to get started. But what if the truth is that you have everything you need to be successful with your goals and it's just a matter of asking for help and getting the support that you need in the areas where you don't have the tools or resources, right? So the choice is yours. You get to decide whether you're an overcomer, a champion, a trailblazer, a goal getter, or whether you're just somebody with big ideas and very little execution. You get to decide whether you want to maximize your opportunities, do what is required to get things done, or sit on the sidelines, watch other people do it, and then criticize how they did what they did to get to where they are, right? And one thing that I know about you is that that's not you. Sitting on the sidelines is not you. Criticizing others is not you. Getting in the game, staying in the game, finishing your race, completing your assignment, living in the fullness of who you are, that's 
the game that you play. And that ties in perfectly with the next principle, which is executing your big ideas. So in order for you to make 2024 your most successful year, you got to take action. You got to take aligned, inspired action. So execute your big ideas. So have a clear vision of what you want. And work diligently to get it done. Build a solid team and let them help you build. Delegate. And again, your team can include literal people like in your business, team members, you know, whatever type of editors you need for a book or for a podcast or for a blog or website, whatever it is. Even for um, client management, you can have um, customer success team, sales team, all of it. Build it out. Know that as you build, the right people will fill these seats, okay? Don't expect things to be perfect because there's no such thing as perfection, right? Know that challenges will come and prepare for those challenges. Be clear about what challenges might come and prepare. I once heard a quote that said, prepare for the worst, expect the best. I might be butchering it a little bit, but that's the that's the essence of the, the quote. Prepare for the worst and expect the best. Know that life is here. Everything is set up in life to make you stronger. Everything is set up in life to make you wiser. Everything is, is set, up, set up in life to help you to grow in love, to help you to open up your heart and really live right? But if we're playing small and avoiding challenges and stepping back from opportunities that we could easily seize and maximize, then how much growth are we really experiencing? You want to make room for strong support, aka an inner circle of people who challenge and love you, not people who are comparing themselves to you, who worship you and want to be around you and are super fans and are just telling you how great you are, right? Or people who just want to be around you because they want to get something from you or people who are jealous of you or people who don't see you, don't they can't comprehend you in all of your glory, right? You want to get around people who love you, challenge you, and are pushing you forward. Those are your people. And this is exactly why I created Rise. And the doors will be opening for Rise soon. So if you're not on the wait list, you're going to want to hop on because I'm going to be sending out information about this membership very, very soon in the coming weeks, actually, or the coming days. Rise is a community for people who are ready to take things to the next level, who are ready to meet their challenges, create their own opportunities, and really step into who they know they are here to be, period. Live with purpose. Break down and overcome every challenge. And like step into the fullness of who you are by surrounding yourself with people who actually are on the same journey as you, 
And when I say the same journey, I don't mean they're, they're pursuing the same goals, but they're on the same journey, a similar path as you. They're driven. They're focused. They know that anything is possible and therefore believe that you can do what you set out to do. And they're going to hold you accountable, right? We all need some good old accountability. And community is key for that. There have been statistics that have proven that people who are held accountable for a set period of time perform at a higher level than those who have no accountability. It's fascinating. And then most of us go through our life just setting these goals with ourselves, by ourselves, in our journal or our phone, right? Some little notes that we write down and we say, okay, this is going to be my year. And then we get to the end of the year and we don't have the result and we wonder, hmm, how come I didn't get it? How come it didn't happen? I did everything that I knew to do and still it didn't happen. But you want to really examine that. You want to really sit in that and, and figure out, did I really do everything that I know to do? What accountability did I have throughout this year? And if I did have a form of accountability, were they supportive? Did they challenge me? Did they help me to achieve my goals? Or were they just there just to hear my sob stories and to comfort me when I wasn't feeling good and help me feel good when I needed some encouragement? Because don't get it twisted. A solid community will do that for you. They will listen to you, encourage you, inspire you, all the things. But that's not where it stops. It has to go beyond just encouragement. You got to go beyond just feeling better and feeling good. We got to remain consistent with our goals. We got to be seeing some momentum, right? And that's what a solid accountability community will do for you. Another thing about executing your big ideas is that you're learning how to stand for yourself within yourself. And that's a state of mind. That's a way of being, standing for yourself within yourself. You get to learn how to do that when you're pursuing big goals. You also get to get used to being the center of attention, right? Something that was really, really challenging for me last year when I was running in the election was that I was getting more attention than I wanted and then that I I just it felt like people were were drawn to me because of the connections that I have and the circles that I run in and what I was doing right it felt like people could see what was happening, what was unfolding. And they were just coming in to get what they wanted, whatever it was. And that kind of attention I didn't want. I really had no, I didn't have much experience with it. And so because I was aware of it, I was uncomfortable and it, my my choice in that was to pull back and to say, like, I'm out. Like, I'm not going to be in the spotlight anymore. I don't want these people, you know, trying to use me or take advantage or whatever. Like, I don't want to be seen as 
someone else's <clears throat> opportunity or a thing that they could use to get to wherever it is. And I mean, there's there's two sides to that coin. So there's one, I am definitely people's opportunity, right? When I look at my, my coaching clients and the people that I've worked with and people who have enrolled in our courses and stuff, like working with us, you definitely will be exposed to more opportunity, right? Because you're growing, you're changing, you become a whole new person. And so, yeah, duh, like there is no limit, right? People say the sky is the limit. There is no limit. And when you fully understand that, when you walk in that, when you know that to be true for yourself, when you're going for things that are uncommon and, and extraordinary, even though they're ordinary, because anybody could do it, it comes with a certain level of attention and a certain level of success. And being new in this arena, having that experience caused me to to, to want to hide away and to pull away and so I did in a sense I didn't do it fully I still showed up on the podcast still was doing the business stuff but when it came to some of the political things that I was working on I was like let me not talk about it as much because people are getting I noticed that it like certain people are they just want to be connected to me so that they can go into this room or that room or this conversation or whatever and and you know use my name or different things, right? And then as I spent time with God and I just shared my heart and I just continued my journaling process and all that stuff, I realized like all of this comes with where you're going. All of this is is a normal part of your experience. And I'm not sharing this on the podcast to say like I'm so cool or like to boast or brag about my experience, but I'm sharing it because it threw me off. It distracted me for a long time. And to save you time, to, to prevent you from going down that path and seeing this all as a negative or like, nah, I don't want that. And so therefore I'm going to slow da- slow myself down or whatever. I'm talking about it. And so if if you are in this phase of your process, or journey and you can see that people are now that you've accomplished some things and you've done some things and you are picking up momentum in living out your purpose your unique purpose and you see that certain people are starting to be drawn to you and you can tell and it's not an assumption it's not something that you're kind of just You don't really, you're just guessing that these people are coming for this reason. No, you can, you can, you have full, you know that these people are, they don't care about you. They don't know you. They they don't care to know you or whatever. Even if they're friends, guys, even if they're people that have been in your life forever, like you can just pick up on somebody's intentions are not right when they're just there because they think you're so cool and they just want to be on the same boat with you so that people can see them with you and whatever, whatever, right? So you want to learn how to stand for yourself in yourself, continue to be who you are, continue to perform at the level that you're performing at, continue to grow, 
continue to succeed and create some boundaries in those relationships. Be clear about how you're going to entertain those relationships if you choose to entertain them. Be clear about who you are and why you're doing what you're doing. Because none of, like I said earlier in this episode, success is a choice. It's not some external result. It's not because people say, put a stamp on you and say, boom, now you're successful. It's not because you've hit a certain goal or you're now at a certain destination. Those things are not success. Success is a choice. And when you choose to be successful, you will see the outer material manifestations of success. And when I say manifestation, I don't mean like you're manifesting your success, right? We can't manifest anything. And I say that like with no no doubt about it. There's We don't manifest anything. We can have a vision and see things to come. We can know that I can expect this result or this will happen and I'm aligning myself with that because I know it's coming up, right? Just like we, the ant prepares for the summer, the, the ant knows winters. During the summer, the ant prepares and the ant knows that winter is coming and so it prepares, right? We can prepare and align ourselves with what we know is to come, but that doesn't mean that we're manifesting what's coming, right? People say I've manifested a million dollar business or I manifested my husband or I manifested, you know, a new car or whatever. Like I have a vision of the car that I'll be driving in X amount of time, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to manifest this car or manifest my dream life or manifest anything. It just means that I have a clear vision. I know where I'm going. And in time, you're going to see it too. And it won't be a surprise to me. I already knew this was coming, right? Just like you. There are clear things that you know are coming up. Clear goals, clear intentions, clear milestones that you will cross. And to some, they might say, whoa, you manifested this cool, awesome thing. But you will know that... You had a clear vision. You knew what was coming. You knew where you were going. You knew what was required. You aligned with it. And now it's your it's your experience. You have the thing. And those things are not what makes you successful. Those are just results of your success, right? Those are the byproducts. Sorry, guys. I've had this like itchy throat, like coughing thing going on for a while. And, um... So sometimes when you hear my voice, I go, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it's not because I'm like, it's not for any other reason than me just having this cough. And so at times I'm pausing this recording to actually get the cough out so that I can keep talking to you. Okay. But anyway, anything, any result that shows up in our life is a byproduct of us choosing to be successful. So people who say, I, I I got a thousand people into my course or whatever. Like even this year we got um, like thousands or I don't remember the exact number. Actually, I shared it in the last episode. So go back and listen to that one and you'll hear the number or an estimate of the number. Um, but we got at least 
I want to say a thousand people in our in our programs this year, which is awesome. Whoop whoop whoop. But did I manifest that? No. Okay. So another thing that we want to master as we're executing our big ideas is mastering our triggers. We got to know what fuel us, what gives us energy, what helps us to get our goals done, what activities, conversations, forms of entertainment, including podcasts, movies, radio, all of that stuff. And we also want to be aware of what discourages us, distracts us, haunts us, eats away at our inspiration and drains us to the point where we don't feel like doing the work to get our goal done. Because when we understand our triggers and when we can manage our own emotions and our thoughts and choose our actions, whether we feel like doing something or not, then we will be fully equipped to stay the course. Then we'll be fully equipped to get things done when we say we're going to get it done and not making it mean anything. Because a lot of the times what we do is when we do what we say we're going to do, we celebrate it and we say, okay, this means that I'm ready for success. This means that I'm the kind of person who can X, Y, Z, like I'm, I'm there. I'm so successful. Wow. Look at me. I'm such a rock star. And then when we don't do the things we say we're going to do and we're not successful and we don't get the result, we tell ourselves, I'm a failure. I suck. I don't know what I'm doing. I need help. This is hard. Why me? But the truth is that getting the result or not getting the result has nothing to do with who you are. It has nothing to do with what you're capable of. It has nothing to do with what's possible for you. That is just the result of your performance. And so you can look at that with clear eyes and say, okay, did I show up when I said I was going to show up? Did I post when I said I was going to post? Did I cultivate the relationships with the people that I needed to cultivate the relationships with in order for this thing to work? Did I do my part? And if you did and you didn't get the result that you wanted, what was the lesson there? right? How can you improve on what you did? And if you didn't do it and you did not get the result, what was the lesson there? And how can you improve what needs to be improved, right? That's all that is. You're just getting feedback. You're just getting information. This whole thing is an experiment. And so Instead of beating yourself up and saying, ah, I'll never get it. I'll never do it. This is so hard and life sucks and blah, blah, blah. Cut all the noise out. Know that nothing means nothing except for the interpretation that you give it. Everything means nothing except for the interpretation that you give it. So whenever something happens in life, the only thing that we're going to get out of it is the interpretation that we give it. And so we might as well give it an interpretation based on the facts, not based on a story that we're creating in our mind, right? Not based on how we feel in the moment, but based on the facts of the situation. I either did it or I didn't do it. I posted it or I didn't post it. I put out the podcast or I didn't put out the podcast. I wrote the book or I didn't write the book. Simple as that, right? Right? 
Another thing you want to do as you're executing your big goals is you want to manage your resources and have high expectations for yourself. So what does that mean? You have everything you need to be successful right now. And so you want to maximize the tools in your toolkit. What are the tools in your toolkit? Discipline, focus, intention, your personal power, right? These are a few of your tools. What else do you have? Time management, clear vision, purpose, so many tools. What resources do you have? And I mean like physical resources. Do you have access to specific books that can help you to get better at whatever it is that you're attempting to do? Do you have access to people you can talk to that could maybe lead to you being connected to somebody else that would get you into something that would be really helpful for you as you set out to accomplish what you set out to accomplish? You want to look at what do I have instead of looking at everything you don't have. Because again, it's easy for us to become fixated on problems. So it's easy for us to focus on, I don't have a mentor. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I don't have the help. Therefore, I can't. But if we flip that and said, what would happen if I could ask so-and-so to be my mentor? What would happen if I created this specific resource? What would happen if I made the time instead of telling myself I don't have the time? How much time could I put towards this? How much money could I put towards this? Right? What do I have instead of focusing on the things that I think I don't have? Okay? And then have have, have high expectations for yourself just means that you want to hold yourself to a higher standard. In order to play a bigger game, you got to be a bit, a better player in the game. That's the only difference between where you are and where you want to be. It's just your performance. If you choose not to be in action, then you will not get the result that you want. And we know the principle that an object in motion stays in motion and an object at rest tends to stay at rest. You want to be the object in motion because naturally you will stay in motion. There's a flow there. It's not about you hustling and working hard and having to do everything. It's about you staying in flow, moving at the pace of grace and allowing things to unfold as you just keep walking, okay? So hold yourself to a high expectation. And I bet that when you come back to me in 2024, in December, you'll have a different story. There's no way that you can execute all of these principles that we just discussed and have life not transformed for you. Have 2024 not be your best year. There's no way. I dare you. I dare you to, to apply all of these things. If you didn't take notes while, while you were listening, pause this, go back to the beginning, take your notes. And all through 2024, do these things. Live this way. Even if you do it in just the first quarter, 
you'll have a different year. Do it for just three months from January to March and your life will be radically different. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So what's preventing you from having a crazy, super successful year in 2024? It's experience. Practice. Action. And choosing to make a new choice. And so I hope that this episode inspired you to do things differently in 2024. I hope that you know that you're already successful. It's not about attaining a result or having a specific experience. You are already successful, period. And everything that you do from here is just an external result of who you are. All right? I love you when I mean it. And I will see you in the next episode. Ciao for now.